want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit? Are you in need of an uplifting message? It's time for today's Uplift, encouraging words and biblical truths to help you find freedom in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, Chad. What's up, Bill? How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, but I'm I'm looking on my computer screen here, like the Hollywood Squares screen. Oh, and I'm, I'm seeing there's just two of us. There's a, there's not three of us. But who's the X and who's the O? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like Robert the, couldn't be here tonight, but uh, you know that happens. Kind of so, like the Brady Bunch. There's there's yeah. it's, we're kind of like the Brady Bunch, but there's no girls on the screen. You know. <laughs> Oh, maybe I should put us on, one on top of the other instead of side by side. <laughs> uh, well, I started doing, I started stacking us vertically because it was like that way. It's like in line with my camera. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So there's no Robert tonight. Nope. Yep. Well, okay. well, um, that's okay. Uh, the show must go on. And um, I'm sure wherever he is and whatever he's doing, he is blessing many people and uh, the Lord's working in him. So, but uh, hey, I was thinking we could talk maybe tonight about Jesus. He's always a good topic, isn't he? Well, yeah, that's a pretty uplifting topic. (laughs) It sure is. But, you know, there's something in particular about Jesus. When we think of Jesus, most of us think of God. And, And that's not wrong. He is indeed god in the flesh as god told us he was emmanuel god with us but jesus so often referred to himself as the son of man and then there's a uh, scripture like in daniel chapter 7 you know daniel sees the ancient of days we know that's god the father and then he sees one like the son of man And that's Jesus, I believe, is whom he saw. And, you know, what what does it mean to be a son of man? You know, uh, Ezekiel, God would refer to him as son of man. Son of man, lay on your right side. Son of man, lay on your left side. What's it mean to be a son of man? Basically, the same thing it means to be the son of God. It means to be born of a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, We are all sons and daughters of man, if you will. And as son of God, Jesus was born of God and of Mary. But as son of man, he was born of Mary. He means he was human. Mm -hmm. And this is a topic that's really often difficult to understand is that, you know, he's fully God, but he's fully human at the same time. So that's why he was son of God and son of man Mm -hmm. and divine. But while he was here on earth, he so often referred to himself as the son of man. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was because he wanted us to learn from him. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I have a lot of thoughts about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I was listening today while I was, I was cutting grass and I, I have two and a half acres to cut. So it takes me a while. But I was listening to an interesting teaching by Curry Blake, and he was talking a lot about about this. Oh, about this about this topic. Not entirely, but he brought up a lot of really good points that I'm that I'm not going to take credit for. 
but <laughs> it, it was really it was really eye-opening to me because he he was trying to get across to us that most of the time we just breeze through scripture when we read scripture and you know we don't really we don't really connect the dots or we don't really think very deeply about it and right. you know and he said you know clear back in the beginning of genesis it said you know um when it talked about, you know, in the beginning, you know, was the word and the word was, you know, you know, the word was God and all that. Right. And I, I don't have it open in front of me to read it right now, but he basically he drew the line that Ian always called it the crimson thread. Mm -hmm. I remember Ian talking about the crimson thread that was Jesus. But he, he basically said that, you know, Jesus was all the way from the beginning of Genesis that you know he was written about mm -hmm. from the very beginning all the way through the scriptures and it was really interesting because he said that they somebody did a study or something and they said that Jesus was there there was like over 600 prophecies in the old testament that prophesied about Jesus mm -hmm. and you know being the son of man and you know being basically that that he made the point that we could talk about if we want that Jesus made the choice there you know God made the choice to send Jesus that a choice was made to send Jesus for us mm -hmm. and and you know the other interesting thing that I never thought about Jesus the son of man when Jesus became flesh one this was an interesting thing he said that uh, Curry Blake said, think about this. The, the, the father of a child scientifically the, determines the blood type of the baby. Mm -hmm. Think about that. He said Jesus was born without an earthly, you know, not by earthly, you know, uh, what, what we kind of call it, conception. Mm -hmm. He... Who knows what his blood type would have been? <laughs> and he he's, he was talking about this, and it's like, so yeah, you know, Jesus came to fulfill all these these um, prophecies in the Old Testament. But think about it. Jesus was so special that he was not born to an earthly father. Right. And therefore, his blood type would have probably been some, you know, something special. Mm -hmm. And I've never thought of that. So yeah. my mind was blown because, you know, it's just, it's the little things. No, yeah, but it's those little things that God gives us that really keep us going and wanting to know more and learning more about him. Mm -hmm. um, like, I remember when I first heard this whole son of God, son of man thing, and it just made so much sense because as the son of man, he had to rely on God. Oh, yeah. He didn't have the divine power just automatically within him. He gave right. that up, as it says in, in Philippians chapter two, that he gave that up to be able to come and be like us mm -hmm. so that we could follow his example. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why Paul so often says, you know, imitate Christ. And James exhorts us to, to be doers of the mm -hmm. word as Jesus was a doer mm -hmm. of the word, uh, yeah. not just believe, but actually do these things. 
But anyway, here's uh, John chapter one that you were talking about. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and apart from him, not even one thing came into being that has come into being. In him was life and the life was the light of mankind and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not grasp it. Then if we jump down to verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we saw his glory glory as the only son from the father full of grace and truth so he has been around forever as the son of god but came to earth and we beheld his glory as the son of man mm -hmm. yeah so when he walked on water he had to rely on god when he cast out demons he was relying on God. Mm -hmm. When he prayed, he was praying to God, to his father. Yeah. yeah. Because he, we are just like that. We can't cast out demons without the power of God. We can't mm -hmm. walk on water without the power of God. Although I've never seen anybody walk on water, but I know God can make it happen. We can't heal without the power of God. It's not anything within you or me or anybody else. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus, right? And when I realized that, I realized, you know, I always saw Jesus as the son of God mm -hmm. for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And one day when God said to me, look at him as the son of man. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, so if he had to come to you to not sin, and he did it perfectly, mm -hmm. then I can come to you to avoid sin. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. Now, he was perfect. As you said, his blood type was probably P for perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Mine's O positive. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know if the positive means that I'm worse than the worst sinners or not. I'm the, I'm a negative, so you, you must be like optimistic, and I'm pessimistic, or something. I don't know. Or maybe if we would ever touch each other, we'd spark or something. You know? I don't know. Well, we could give each other blood. That's for sure. We could jump. We can jumpstart each other. Yeah, we could jumpstart each other. There you go. But it is so important that we think about him as the Son of Man, because we can relate you know jesus isn't okay yeah he was jesus he was perfect he was god well no mm -hmm. he was perfect because he sought out god right not just because he was perfect because he was god he mm -hmm. lived as a human being that's why he was born as a baby that's why he lived with joseph and mary and he grew up and you know, started ministry when he was 30 years old because he was like us. Mm -hmm. It's not like he just God snapped his fingers and Jesus appeared and said, follow me. And we all blindly follow. Mm -hmm. He yeah. lived, was tempted, but he made choices like we do. Mm -hmm. And I, it's hard for me to fathom knowing what I have done in my life to think of someone never doing that, but he did. 
never mm. do that, anything like that. Right. Yeah. How many laws are there that the, that the Jewish people have to follow at this point? 600 and some laws? 613. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean and, it, yeah. and, and he never broke any of them. Not in one. And he was on the earth for over 30 years, you know? Yeah. It's incredible to think about. I was asked a question. And I want to bring this up. I'm not going to say who asked it, but um, I was asked the question. So if a Jewish person who was given the old covenant could follow every aspect of the law and not sin by following every aspect of the law, would they go to heaven if they still didn't believe in Jesus? And at first, I, I didn't listen to this person. And I said, well, Romans 3.23, for all I've sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This person says, yeah, but what if? Mm -hmm. like, oh, I see what you're saying. Would God break his covenant? No. But then I also followed it up with, if that person could follow all 613 commandments to a T, never break any of them. I mean, every sacrifice, every sundry law, every not putting two types of linen together then they would see Jesus mm -hmm. and they would come to a saving faith in Jesus because that's what the law does. But I thought it was an interesting question and it wasn't coming at me to try to trip me up. It was a very intellectual question of would God ever go against that? Well, what we had both decided was that it comes down to faith, that if their faith was good enough that they could, though no one could, but if they could, then God would not go back on the covenant that he gave to Moses, that if you follow this, then this is your righteousness. You see, did God ever say it was their salvation? I think he said it was their righteousness because it was their faith. I don't know. I don't want to get off the top. But. Yeah, and the tough thing is bringing this back to Jesus is that yeah. the thing is, is the Jewish people now, they know who Jesus is. Yeah. So, you know, it, it would be different if you were living out on some deserted island and, you know, you'd never seen or heard the testimony of Jesus and, and you didn't know that truth. But once you know that truth, that's that's a big question mark for me. You know, like once yeah. you know, the, the, once you know the gospel and the truth, yes, God, God had his covenant. But he he Jesus superseded that. Right. Well, it, it was the fulfillment of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Which was another interesting point that Curry brought up. He said, you know, it was written in scripture that, you know, my word shall not return void. And the interesting thing about that was he said when Jesus said it was finished on the cross, that that ties to that, that that, that when Jesus said it, it is finished on the cross, his word then did not return void. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, that was another mind-blowing point. That because, is kind of mind-blowing, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, he, he taught, and it was, of course, you know, he, he built up with a, with a whole lot of other, you know, scriptural discussion that, you know, got you from point A to point B there, and I just condensed it into about 10 seconds. But, yeah. But it, it was a really good uh, discussion thing that also blew my mind. It was like, okay, you know, my I always interpreted it out to be something totally different. But no, Jesus 
fulfilled that. You know, my word will not return void. And Jesus did not. Jesus was, you know, again, the son of God and the son of man. He did not return void. Right, right. And he and he went back to the father. The other th mind-blowing thing, not to get us too far off the trail, but this was also mind-blowing to me. Jesus had a physical body. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, Jesus has a uh what's the what's the term like a perfected body he has he, you, you see what i mean glorified body yeah glorified body thank you that's the word i was looking for mm -hmm. so you know if 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 jesus had never become son of man he would yeah. not have ever had a glorified body oh, oh that's good yeah i won't take credit for that yeah that was just another interesting thing that 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 Curry brought up in his discussion. I was like, yeah, Man, that's, that's really good, good too. Yeah. But the cool thing is Jesus could relate to us. Yes. I'm sure Jesus was tempted by all kinds of things. And, oh, you yeah. know, back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, you said, you know, knowing everything that you know is, you know, an adult guy. Like you think back, like, man, like when I was 16 years old, what was I thinking about? When I was yeah. 20 years old, what was I thinking about? Or, you know, I often wondered that before too. Like, was Jesus tempted by girls, or was Jesus tempted by this or by that? You know. Well, you know, there's a difference between temptation and sin. Right. Temptation right. will come. The Bible tells us that temptations will come. Right. That is part of life. But the choice you make, yep, in that moment of temptation, is what determines where you're going to go next. That's right. And Jesus made a lot of hard choices. Yeah. Yep. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's what makes this whole thing. That's where we have to really worship him and be thankful, be so thankful for him each day. Because, Absolutely. you know, it's just, I mean, when you think about what he did for us, and in, in, in the choices he made, all the choices he made for us, and the power and the authority that, that came with it, it's just unreal. It's, it's just mind-blowing. And it's like, okay, this gives us not only our salvation, but everything else that was promised, you know, from healing to, um, you know, the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and all these things, the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit you know, an authority, yeah. authority to, 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 what was it, what was it said that authority to, to tread on the serpents and, and all those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That power wasn't in him as a human being. That power was in him through the Holy spirit. Yeah, which very much was working within him and and keeping him from sin as a human being. Yep. It was the power of the Holy Spirit, and he had to die so that the Holy Spirit could come and then come into us. But now that power that Jesus had, that authority that he had, we have it. Yes. The problem is, too often we doubt. Mm -hmm. That's right. Or just flat out don't believe. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's a difference, I believe, in doubt and just flat out not believing. Mm -hmm. But 
if we believe and if we do not doubt, we can do some amazing things. And God will, if we are, if we approach him and ask him, and, and usually the reason we're approaching him and asking him is because he's been nudging us to come and ask him mm-hmm. in the first place. Yep. He'll start us out small and show us. And as we use the gifts, whatever the gift is, not just healing, anything, he will be faithful and take us to the next level with that gift. And, you know, the Bible doesn't say specifically that's what happened with Jesus, but there's this one little time when he was 11, 12 years old, I think it's 12 years old, in the temple, and he's teaching you know, I see that as a moment of growth. He knew who he was, mm-hmm. but yep. as the son of man, again, we can relate to that starting out small, starting out, you know, baby steps. And he grew into something so much more. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to see if we can compare the miracles that were performed in his early ministry to the ones that were performed later i mean there was there's probably no difference but i just wonder if they increased or were they greater i don't know i would like to do that sometime well back to your point of him of being the son of god versus the son of man there were two different um let's say two different maturity maturities taking place at the same time yeah so you have the spiritual and then you have his soul or his mind and and, Mm -hmm. you know and his emotions. So there's mm-hmm. there's two uh, different things going on, just like with us. So think about this. You know, a lot of people can't wrap their minds around this, but this is a, a perfect teaching on it that people should really go and kind of, this is your homework for the week, everybody, by the way. Think about it. Think about yourself as, as your spiritual person, because we each are a spiritual man, and we're, we, we're a, a physical person person or we have a soul and a and a, and a mind and mm-hmm. emotion mm-hmm. they're two different things absolutely three different things and, right. well right in your physical body right yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. three things right so you, so but but like mentally okay or intellectually or whatever you have your spirit man spirit person your spirit and that's and that is one with jesus joined with Jesus and then we have our 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 soul our emotions and our thoughts mm-hmm. you know and and i think that you know i've heard that described as that's like your valve that's mm-hmm. like your 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 you know like your spigot or your valve mm-hmm. because your spirit your spirit knows everything that Jesus knew right mm-hmm. once you've accepted Jesus as your lord and savior you have the 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 same spirit that Jesus had. Exactly. It knows everything. It, your spirit man knows everything. We can't grasp that. No. I to I still struggle to grasp that. Yeah. But we, you know, there we could we could we could have a three hour marathon just on that topic. <laughs> but bringing yeah. it bringing it back to where I started. You know, if we study Jesus and we understand he his mind and his emotions 
he controlled those and tied them to his spirit. He opened up that valve, mm-hmm. his spigot, yes, to allow the to allow the spirit to more or less control his thoughts and emotions and his physical body. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, right. you know, I'm I'm sure Jesus didn't walk around sick. No, I'm sure he didn't. And he made, and 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 then you know, he also. Th- this is another cool thing uh, Curry Blake talked about. Jesus purposely did not call in the heavenly hosts to save his life, mm-hmm. or to do. You know, when he Jesus chose to lay down his life, that was his choice mm-hmm. to fulfill. You know the scriptures and the prophecies. Mm-hmm. But 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 we could do so much more. You know, we have that. We have that ability because of Jesus. We right. have the authority. Right. But Jesus made the choices like you were talking about earlier. We need to make our choices based on the authority and the power that he he purchased for us. Absolutely. Yeah. The problem is that we have a sinful nature, Mm -hmm. which is um, from Adam back to, you know, God being his father, that that sinfulness comes from Adam is passed. It was passed to Seth and um, well, Cain and Abel and Seth and, and every other offspring of Adam. And it gets past, we're all, we all have a father and a mother, and the father passes the sinful nature to the children. We're born with it, but Jesus didn't have that. So yes, in a way it was easier for him to avoid that because he didn't have that constant sinful nature there, but he showed us how to conquer it. And that is through faith through trusting God, through seeking him and through prayer, uh, reading the scripture, worship. Mm. He taught us how to overcome that sinful nature. The problem Mm. is that it comes down to choice. We choose what we can see. Mm. We choose what we can hear. We can taste. We can smell, touch, instead of choosing by faith. That's right. Because the Bible most says the righteous are, will walk by faith. Yeah. On Thanksgiving Day, most people are choosing turkey and mashed potatoes over Jesus. <laughs> guilty. I'm I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I've been guilty of that. Yeah. But but as we grow in our relationship, we kind of shift those things. You know, we shift our priorities. And the more yeah. that we mature, we talked about maturity earlier. Right. So the more that we we mature this up here. And on our relationship with God, the more we change our, our priorities. Right. Yeah. And it is possible because Jesus did it. Mm-hmm. Because he was human. Yeah. The son of man. Yeah. He had that type P blood where you got, oh, you're O positive and I'm O negative. <laughs> He's got, he had that different blood flowing through him. Yeah, right. But. He had the blood, we have the spirit. 
That's right. Flowing through us. That's right. Because of that. Yeah, and he said we would we would do things even greater than him. Yep. Yep. That means we gotta walk on water, Phil. Okay. I gotta, gotta... the backyard. <laughs> it's good. You, you could go out to right as soon as we're done recording, you could go out and start practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well clean it while I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh you have little faith oh yeah exactly <laughs> after i said it i realized what i said I'm like oh man <laughs> i just said that i was doubting <laughs> yeah well there you go guilty, yeah. i'm guilty i'm guilty of that too yeah but you know it's those moments when we do trust god when a lot of times it's when we just come to a breaking point and we hit rock bottom and say, Hey God, I can't do this anymore. And God's like, finally, but right. you know, whatever, if and maybe it's not that, but maybe when we just get to the maturity where we do say, God, I believe you're going to do this. Right. It's well, the moments that he really comes through because mm, he honors our faith. For sure. And his word still doesn't return void. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, it. you know, uh, whatever he promises in the, in the word, he's mm -hmm. good for it's, it's us and our choices that hold us back. It's not him. It's never him. Right. I used to blame God for a lot of things that he had nothing to do with. Yeah. I used to hold a lot of anger towards God for things that he had nothing to do with. Yeah. And, you know, that's the one realization as, as I've matured over the last few years is like, when you sit down and you really, you know, think about it, God didn't create those situations, even though I was convinced for a long time that he did. I said, God, why did you do this to me? And God, why did you do that to me? Hmm. God didn't do it. No. It was people, it was people and their choices, not God. Right. Right. He, he rested on the seventh day. Mm -hmm. He, and it, you know, I don't mean to say he's not involved, but he's not controlling absolutely everything. And right. since there are sinful people in this world, we're all sinful. The sinful people are going to harm others with their sins. They're going to harm themselves with their sins. Basically, when we sin, it leads to death mm -hmm. every single time. Now, by that I mean, and I don't mean spiritual death. I am not saying you can sin your way out of heaven. I mean that if you become a Christian, let's just pick an age. Say you become a Christian at age 15, okay? And by the time you're 30, if you start drinking every day or start smoking every day, doing drugs every day, whatever it may be, just all kinds of sinful acts. I promise you, you're not going to probably live as long as someone who is still sinning, but working with God to live a righteous life. You know what I mean by that? I mean, the choices that we make, the sinful acts that we do, they lead us to an earlier death than what we could have there's consequences yeah because the wages of sin is death romans 6 23 the wages of sin is death mm -hmm. and 
God has given us a way out through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, our spirit, once our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and we accept Christ for what his, he's done, we put our faith in God. We are, our spirit does not die. Mm-hmm. Our spirit is within us, but it is not our body. When wage, we say the wages of sin is death, it's for our body. It's, we, can just, we destroy our bodies with sin. Mm-hmm. We just do. When we turn to God, and, and which is what Jesus did as the Son of Man, and say, God, help me this day. Give us me this day my daily bread and forgive me of my trespasses. So I forgive others. Then we live a more righteous life because we do so in faith. And our body could live longer. Our spirit lives forever. Mm. Our soul is eternal. It is either eternally in heaven or eternally somewhere else. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and on a future uplift, you were talking about give me this day my daily bread. Mm-hmm. On a future uplift, let's talk about what the bread is. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And because that's tied to Jesus. What's that? That's tied to Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh man, it's just we can start back in Exodus with the manna, and we can talk about John chapter six. We can talk about the temptation of Jesus in the desert. We can go everywhere with that one. Oh yeah. The you know, when we celebrate communion. Yeah. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Hmm. If we would stop making it about us and make it more about Jesus, just think of how we how the world would be different. Well, how our somebody, lives would be different. Oh yeah. As somebody who's been, you know, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You know, when we were talking about working, working the hovel, the, the the shovels and the hose, and working the soil, and just working, I've I've worked myself simple, and <laughs> yeah. and and you know, yeah. Jesus, it, it, Jesus did it all. We don't we don't have to do anything but just realize and and recognize that He did it all for us. Yep, and you know, we have more more faith in ourselves than we did in Him. I think you and I both have had a, a lot of growth in the last few years spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can look back and see how, I mean, I've, I've been a believer since I was 12 years old. You were what, 16, 15, 16, 15, 15? yeah, 15, 15. Okay. So that's a long time. Um, but we didn't always have that level of maturity that we have now. And we will have even greater in a year from now and in two years from now. We didn't always have that. So I guess what I'm saying is to the people who are saying, well, I'm not like you guys. And you guys, you know, you're talking about. And we were there. We just didn't realize we were there. You know what I mean? You don't realize you're there until you look back and see where you were. Mm -hmm. And everybody can look back and see growth. And if you can't, well, then start today. And in a year from now, look back and see the growth from today in august of 2024 but you can't do that 
God does that through the Holy Spirit because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's got to be that. Yep. It's not, Curry Blake isn't going to lead you to righteousness. He's going to teach you. He's going to guide you. He's going to, he, through the Holy Spirit, is helping. Yeah. I'm not going to lead you to complete righteousness. Through the help of the Holy Spirit, I can teach you. Chad can teach you. Robert can teach you. But the Holy Spirit does the work. And right. that's the thing that we've got to keep in mind is for ourselves and mm-hmm. for others. We've got to keep in mind that it's the Holy Spirit doing the work. So one thing I've been learning from God is don't necessarily look down upon the people that are not where you are because they're going to get there and you were there too. Oh yeah. And also don't neglect trying to teach them because though they're getting their information from God, he's using all of us as vessels of his will to teach, preach, guide, love, be gentle, kind, and joyful, and all the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no cookie cutter that fits this. It's, it's a walk. It's a walk. It's a journey. It's a process. Mm-hmm. And, and my walk is so much different than Chad's and so much different than Robert's. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying mine's better or worse than theirs. I'm just saying it's different and praise yeah. God that it is. It's different. And we have tailored for me and it's tailored for you. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. It's all going to be very different because he knows how we, how we operate, how we're tempted and you know, what our strengths and weaknesses are, what our giftings are. He knows everything about us. Yeah. And you know, I used to think that I had to stop sinning to get closer to God. And I struggled with that. But God one day said to me, I just want you to come to me. We will fix the sins. We, he and I fixed them together and still are fixing Mm -hmm. them together. I was never holding myself back because of who I was. I was holding myself back because I didn't know who I was. I am his. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he just wants you. Yes. Yes. As you are right you don't now. Hold yourself back because of who you think you are. Go forward because of who you are. Mm-hmm. You are his. You know, I've been, I've been reading in Genesis and, um, I, you know, the thing that gets me is those people send a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those people, those people in that Old Testament, they send a lot. So, like, if somebody out there is watching this and they're thinking, you know, I'm not good enough and all this stuff I've done wrong, just go back and read the Old Testament. Yeah. I mean, it, it, or even the new, look, it's full of it. These, It's like a soap opera. Yeah. I mean, Paul went around killing Christians and Jesus turned him around. Yeah. Uh, King, King David, you know, he did everything. He slept around and did, you know, what didn't he do? Yeah. And I mean, you know, like in Genesis, all these people were sleeping around, uh, you know, 
I mean, and God still was just shaking his head and still meeting with him, you know, just like, here we go again. And uh, he still even blessed some of the offspring or the kids that weren't from the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, so this is, you know, like we always think of God like, oh, he's going to punish us. Well, no, we punish ourselves. We make our own poor decisions and there, we have our own repercussions and he's there to, to try to clean up the mess. You know, we, God doesn't punish our sin because he, because we're sinners. How do I say this? God, his one desire is for us to be with him. It's an unfortunate circumstance that sin prevents that, but that's not God's choice that it prevents that. His choice is that we are with him. So he provided the way that we could be with him. You know, it's not like, oh, you filthy sinners, I have to give you my son. It's like, oh my gosh, I want these people with me. I have to give them my son. Right. He wasn't even thinking about sin. He was thinking, how am I going to get them with me? I'm going to give them my son. We look at sin. We put sin way too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it hurts us. Yeah, it leads to death. But our greater focus should be on Jesus. That's right. Always. That's right. When you learn that, it changes it, your whole worldview. Oh, it does. It completely changes the, everything. Yep. Your and focus means- is different. Yeah, your your focus is different. Your choices are different. And the outcomes are different. And And... One thing that does happen, unfortunately, is we get some very religious people who say they don't realize it, but they're putting the focus on sin instead of on Jesus. Well, you got to do this and you got to be like this and, and you got to go to church and you got to pay 10% and you got to do and you all these lists of things you got to do. And God's like, no, I made it simple. It's called faith. I want right. you with me. Right. It's not a list of do, do, do. No, that's not discipleship. Mm-mm. Discipleship is faith, God discipline, or God leading you into discipleship. Not, oh, I got to do this, and then I'm a disciple. No, right. it's God leading you because he has made a way for you to be led by him. If we understood the nature of God and how pure it is, we'd understand why sin is so bad. It's not like God said, I hate you because you sin, as you can't be near me because of the sin. But I've made a way where the sin doesn't matter. That's right. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's doesn't matter the way we make it matter. Let's leave it at that. Right, right. It's a, it's not a we have to. It's a we get to. Yes, yes. Using an Ianism, Ianism, right? An, an Ian Thorntonism. It's not a. It's not a. We have to uh, not sleep with each other. You know all these people out there. You know, it's not that. It's we get to love Jesus. We get to worship the the one who gave us salvation and eternal life. Yeah, you know, we don't. We don't have to 
give 10% of our earnings to, to the church, we get to sow seeds into ministry. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, you know, we have to change the half twos, those negative, I'm O negative. We have to change those negative half twos to the positive get twos. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it's all going to change, you know? Yeah. God's but, making some changes. Yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 and we can thank Jesus for that. Yep. You know, I like that chatting. It's not like we don't have to love Jesus. We get to love Jesus. Well, yeah. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have eternal life. Right. Yeah. Like Paul says, if not for his self, not for his sacrifice, then let us eat and drink today for tomorrow we die. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah, th- this would be it. Whatever we get on this earth would be it. You know, when we were starting out, we were <laughs> we were concerned we might not have 30 minutes and we're already over 40. <laughs> but yeah, what a it's, great conversation. Well, you know, there's a lot to be said for for you know Jesus. He's he's our savior. You know, and there there were what he had seven names, right? Or well, Je- Jehovah. Yeah. And, that, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, uh, all those promises come through to us through Jesus. Absolutely. So, yeah, we, we, we can be thankful, um, you know, all those things, all because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, man. Well, we probably should cut it off here yeah it's been good yeah. we could go for hours well we could you know what i'd like to do sometime if we can all three arrange for it is maybe on a thursday night record live mm-hmm. like live on youtube or facebook or something and do our normal recording for the week but do it live yeah i think that would be really neat we could even take uh, questions from people if they're watching yeah, that would be good. I'd like some interactive questions and answers. Yeah. That would I be good. Uh, I got some more feedback today from someone, um, a friend of mine, um, had lunch with him, and he was saying that, he said, I don't watch your program as much as my wife does. He said, I watched Bible Time quite a bit, but she really loves the Uplift program with Chad and Robert. And uh, Chad and Robert, include me. <laughs> I just realized that. But you, no, were, I mean, you, were, he, you were just I, automatically included. Yeah, I was automatically included, right? But anyway, um, she really loves it. And um, she's, you know, watches it faithfully every week. And I know Kathy does too. Um, I think Tanya, when she can, she listens to it. Uh, she listens to the podcast more so than watching because while she's working. But uh, yeah, it's uh, we're getting it out there, and we're we're having fun doing it, and we get to do this. That's right. Well, you know, the power with the internet is. I mean, I, I'm watching Derek Prince. Yeah. Uh, uh, sermons and 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 uh, conferences and stuff from the 1960s. Yeah, long so, before the internet. 
Right. And and so we don't, you know, like we talked about earlier on when we started this, we have no idea who's going to watch or need this. At some point, the Lord might say, hey, he might walk somebody into watching one of these videos, you know, 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. That's, the, exactly. that's why we do it. That's why we right. do it, because we have no idea who is going to want to hear. Absolutely. The, two, the three the three of us talking about whatever topic. Absolutely. Yep. That's why All we right, do it. Chad. This was uplifting for me. Good. Yes. It was, it was for me, too. Good. Hopefully we'll see Robert next week. Um, I think... I'm available next week. I'm actually off the next time we record. I'm off that day, but I think I'll be around in the evening. So I should be here, but I'll let you guys know if not. All right. We'll just do it without you. <laughs> yep. That's fine. The show must go on. Yeah. Even if it's just one of us one week, <laughs> can you talk for a half an hour? Well, no, you're the, you're the star of Bible time. You'll just have an extended <laughs> Bible time. No, and you'll Jesus just call it is the star of Bible time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yep. yep. No, I'm just teasing. All right, Chad. Well, yep. It was great. Have a good evening. See you, everybody.